0: Welcome to the Grow Your Business podcast. Listen in as we discuss all
1: things business, growth, and marketing with business owners, thought leaders, and entrepreneurs. And now, here's your host, founder of Roundhouse, the creative
0: agency, Saul Edmonds.
1: Hi, everyone, and welcome to the Grow Your Business podcast. Today, I'm speaking with Tammy Gaston from TLS Marketing around the topic, why social media matters for business. Tammy, how are you today?
0: I'm great, thank you very much. I like the way you say my name, Gaston.
1: <laughs> well, it is, I would imagine, is uh, has it got French origins? It does, yeah. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I, I've, I'm not sure why I'm aware of that. It may have been listening to um, heaps of movies where people say things in the right Gaston. way. Yeah,
0: <laughs> Gaston. It's also Beauty and the Beast, Gaston.
1: Oh really oh well i didn't I didn't actually get it from that, but tell me, Gaston, how are you today?
0: I'm fabulous. Thank you very much for inviting me on. I'm looking forward to the chat
1: yeah, yeah, likewise so um uh before we I guess get into the main topic and um and whatever we end up talking about as a result of that, could you just give everyone a bit of an overview of you know who you are um about TLS marketing, a little bit of history and the sort of services and everything that uh, that you guys provide?
0: Yeah, sure. That's, um, that's a good question. So I've been in the marketing slash media industry for about 20 years. Sounds like a lot of years. 20 years? years. Yeah, oh, nice. about 20 years. Um, maybe just slightly under. Um, so I actually started, I've been both sides. So I've been client-side marketing and I've been media agency and marketing agency side. So mm. I started career in uh, Endeavour Foundation with the Price Home, so on a charity um, as the Marketing Communications Officer, so that was um, a really good start to give me a broad um, view of uh, marketing channels. Um, Yeah, I then moved on to going to an agency, so Starcom at that point, working on Queensland government accounts, so big buying power, uh, lots of media, um, strategy, planning and implementation. Hmm. Over the client side with Tourism Queensland for a little bit, working on the Mackay and Townsville destinations. Had a stint in New Zealand, but we won't talk about that too much. <laughs> um, and then uh, came back and uh, worked at Zenith Optimedia for oh gosh, I think I was almost at my 10 year mark um, with them, like working with them for 10 years. Um, and again, that was media agency, so a lot of media. Um, strategy, planning, buying, implementation across all channels. I mainly sat in the the traditional media uh, team, I guess. Um, That was digital, was fairly new-ish back then. Um, So, yeah, we did have, you know, siloed digital teams, so a a Google Ads team and a, um, you know, digital strategy team as well. Um, Yeah, left... Um, Zenith OptiMedia and now have the wonderful life at TLS Marketing um, mm. for uh, four and a bit years now, um, working quite a bit on Telstra uh, local stores, so um, mm. again, very much tra- traditional marketing, uh, but obviously have now grown into that digital marketing space, particularly social media. Um, as an agency, we offer all, um, all channels and all strategies for marketing, so you know, you've got, obviously got me, who has um, expertise in traditional marketing as well as um, social media, and then we have um, quite a few experts in the team. So we've got our you know Google Ads expert, Facebook Ads expert, um, a digital and sales funneling expert, SEO. Um so pretty much any marketing channel or you know um approach you want to take with your business, TLS marketing are here to help you. And although we're a DIC uh, agency, we have all of the experts on our team um you know ready to assist businesses in all of those channels. So we're pretty, you know, open and cross-platform um agency, which is really great to be a part of.
1: Yeah. How do you feel? Actually, just talking about um I was probably gonna Cover this a bit later on but since you you mentioned like you know having already worked in traditional marketing how do you feel have you ever reflected on the fact that um you know with digital marketing is still in the in the big scope of things like in in the whole say history of um modern marketing it's still relatively new Uh, do you feel personally with that level of experience with Having done it so long, and traditional marketing having been, I guess, in some ways a bigger part of your marketing history, how's that? How has that actually informed how you look at social media marketing?
0: Yeah, I guess um, from a traditional marketing sense. I mean, I'm talking, you know, people have all different terminologies. I guess what they call traditional versus. Um, you know, the new age marketing, um, you know, back in my day it was TV buying, TV planning, you know, mm. space and press, um, outdoor, uh, radio, all those kind of, you know, offline on um, channels. But I guess what it's it sort of taught me is how to speak to people on those different channels. Obviously outdoors are going to be quick and fast, TV's going to be, you know, fairly engaging, so, social media is similar in a way in that you have to make sure that your content is of value for that channel that you're working on um, and that you're providing the best value to your clients through the content that you're writing and what you're you're talking about in social media. The social media really gives you a chance to give your brand personality. So, mm. so can you can just see an image and a quick headline and yes, you can get a little bit of personality in there but... Your Facebook feed can really, you know, people scroll through that Facebook feed, it can really show people, are they a serious firm? Are they a fun and quirky firm? Are they, you know, depending on what, how you write your content. So you have to be really true to your brand as well on social media, just as you would on a traditional marketing sense, but you've got more space and more room um, to really get that brand reflection and personality happening on those channels. So I guess, in short, to answer your question, um, working in all of those other channels is sort of talk with a different way you need to talk to, you know, to customers depending on where your ad is sitting, the time you've got with them, and the, the value that you need to provide in that content.
1: I like the idea of, of of personality too, because that's not something you really, you know, in in sort of our experience too because we obviously work in the same industry and you like we come at it from a different point of view because most of the time say we're building things and then you guys are you know are helping you know either a joint client or sort of somebody then to market that and working together in that sense but you know then you talking about personality doesn't it's it's often. Not the sort of thing you really hear people talking about a lot. Like I don't, you know, just in the general scheme of things, I don't, I don't really remember, like in in all the years of doing this now, that that being much of a big thing. But I think the fact that you're saying it is is interesting too, because it it, it ties so closely into like the big picture of a person's brand and then how mm. I was, I guess it was a bit of a leading question in a way talking about how from your perspective doing um, so much, I mean, what we'll refer to as traditional marketing, even though in reality it's still just other sorts of marketing across. It's not as, as, it's not as, as popular. It's not talked about as much, but it's still a real thing that people, you know, use Mm. in the right way. But I guess like, a leading question in in the sense that you know it's um you know it does it does give you a completely different perspective on a person's on how you're going to present their brand and then you know that personality aspect of it of going of identifying that social media is great to do that. Like it's it's just like going the tools like having the right tools um to do the right thing as opposed to going we're just going to do it and we don't know why we're doing it. it. We're doing it because like we're supposed to do it because everyone else is on, on yeah. Facebook, which is of course, in some ways the worst way you can look at it. Cause you, you just ignore all these really important reasons why you would use, you know, various yep. things, which is, um, which is a good a good segue into my next question, which is mm, yes, that's right. Which is uh, how I guess like how how relevant. This is a pretty open-ended question, so feel free to answer it whichever way you want to. Um, like how relevant is social media for business in in the sense that um, obviously very specific to the type of business, but like it's it's relevance given that you're talking about you know, this personality aspect, I mean, there's a lot of different ways, but how do like from um, when you're working with clients, you know, as, as overall thing, it's relevant. How, how relevant do you find that it is for say most businesses that you work with? Yeah. Um,
0: That's a very big and
1: open-ended question and I'll do my best. I told you, I told you (laughs) it was.
0: Um, look, now the end of the day is over 3 billion people that are on social media networks, you know, across Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, um, YouTube channels, uh, all of those social media platforms. So, you know, if you're not there, you're missing out on potentially 3 billion people. And I know not every business would be after all of those 3 billion people, but you kind of understand where, where I'm going, going from um, in that respect. So if you're not there, not seen, People can't find you. Yes, they'll still find your website, but when people are looking at a business and trying to figure out if they want to use them for their services or their products, nowadays they won't just look at the website. They'll then go and try and find your Facebook profile or your Instagram profile or, you know, discover what else everybody else has to say about you. What do your reviews look like? So, you know, it is important to have that Facebook profile or Instagram profile depending on your age bracket or, you know, if you can um, run both of those platforms is obviously ideal to have both both platforms running. So it doesn't matter whether you're small, you're big, you're a national company, you're a little, you know, local tradie, if, you, if you've got the time or you've got the funds to have someone like me, uh, who has the time to help me, and produce a, a social media um, strategy that really does reflect your personality, um, it, it is important to be there um, you know I guess for, for me and I don't know about you Saul, you can answer this question from my point, point of view but yeah. if um, I you know looked around at a, a certain product or a service company, I might actually go on Facebook if I don't see a profile on Facebook I'm like oh well you know obviously not good enough or you know they don't have the time to share their brand or their authenticity with me on social media so I'm going to go and keep looking for someone else Whereas if the page was there and it gave me some information, I might have stopped looking at that, at that point. So I guess it's just trying to make sure, and it doesn't mean you have to post seven times a week, you know, once, twice, maybe three times a week. If you can only do once, you know, at least that gives you some sort of profile for people to, to get to know you as a brand, to get to know you as a personality. It also opens up the communication, um, availability of you. So, obviously, there's a good old customer service line where you ring, you know, 1-300, get a phone call through, you never know who you're, gonna go, if you're going to to talk to. Um, there's the contact us forms. But what Facebook and Instagram does and, you know, Twitter, it allows people to instantly message and start talking to you through messaging. I mean, messaging, you know, you probably even text message more than you did five years ago to even your husband or your wife than you did, you know, five years ago. So, it opens those communication platforms. So, if the person looking up your details at you know midnight they might send you a quick message then you respond to it the, the next morning so mm. um, I think it is relevant for um, businesses big or small but then what you need to decide is who your brand is what your personality is and what you want to talk to people about and that's where it's really important to get your strategy right from the start so that everything you do on your profile page, uh, particularly Instagram, because your Instagram profile page kind of sets you up with a little bit of a, you know, that homepage of a website, I guess. It gives you a quick snapshot of who you are like just through your images. So you really need to make sure that your, your strategy, how you want to talk and the content that you're putting through, um, those profiles is what your, your, your customers are after. And you can keep an eye on that. You can see how many people like it and don't like it. So you might run one post and go, oh, that's got loads of likes. Run more of those and run less of the ones that aren't getting any engagement. And that would start giving you a really good idea of what your customers want from your platform.
1: Yeah, I, I mean, appreciate. even even as a you know, I've 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 always viewed like to I guess, I mean, from the perspective of what you were talking about, what what people um like what emphasis they put on, like you sort of saying that, you know, you would be, um, I guess, feeling more trustworthy. If we want to talk about trust, because it's all, mm. yeah, all comes back to trust right, yeah. building. Yeah. Ultimately, even when you real, even if you don't realize that's what what's happening or not, it's an element of building trust. And for hmm. me, like this is where it's, it's interesting because I guess everyone you know, you, I, everyone always makes assumptions about everybody with with everything. And, and you would, you might assume, I like um, a particular sort of look for something. I like a certain brand of shoes. And like, you kind of know people aren't going to be the same, but there's a general assumption when you start talking with someone that, you know, without even thinking about it, that they're going to be like doing heaps of stuff on Facebook because you are or they spend like a really lot of time on YouTube because you are and that and then when unlike me for example, I don't spend um, I don't spend anywhere near as much time as I used to on Facebook. And I don't I don't even really know why, but it's 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 a really I think it's a really core and interesting point because then it gets back to habits that people form. You know, it's like I for example I spend a lot more time like social media wise. I spend virtually all my time on YouTube these days and even searching for things because of uh, like personally driven things that I'm interested in. And most Mm. of those things have been on YouTube. So I guess, you know, if you were going to analyze it, is that because then I've only got a certain amount of hours in a day. I don't want to spend, I have to do, you know, work. So when I do spend time on social media, I'm only going to, I can't physically spend it on all these other things because it's just not possible, so therefore i'm spending more of it on youtube so therefore, me as a user has become more of a youtube centric type of user and and you end up you know then once you identify you know then from your perspective you know or you know if we're working with somebody's you know brand and then we're talking with you and we're all going, okay, what are the tools? What are the tools that we're going to use Mm -hmm. for one, the strategy, then for implementation, I reckon like that's, that is often for um, people's approach and just general thinking before they even start. There does seem to be like still, I reckon I'll be really interested to see what like you think about this as people's um, tendency to, without a strategy, use, like, approach social media for their business in the same way that they do it in their personal lives. Mm-hmm. And then they yeah. just go, it's just, like, no plan and feeling it. and Which is, of course, like, in in my mind, it's one of the worst things you can do because it's always fraught with a lot of, you know, unknowns. Hmm.
0: definitely and sometimes people think of it as their own personal profile you've really got to switch lanes and really think about your profiles of your social media networks as your business and you need to think about who are the people that are looking at that platform and what do they want to see not I'm the owner and this is what I want to share Um, sometimes they match up and sometimes they don't but as I said before, it's just testing and trying those different ways to connect. So, you know, you might try doing some stories on Facebook and Instagram, doing some video stories and videos do exceptionally well. Those videos that you record or that you run as a Facebook live, you know, put them, take them back through and put them on a YouTube channel and see how that runs on the YouTube channel. So it doesn't mean that you have to create all these different types of content for all the different platforms either. You can sort of, You know, create a video that then potentially you can run as a story and or put on YouTube and or put on your website. So also thinking about how strategically you can use the content on on several platforms. But yes, you need a bit of an idea of how should my month look on Facebook. So I guess if you from a month's point of view, um, do I want to give some tips and advice and how often do I want to do that? Do I I want to talk about my brand a little bit and provide some information on what what my brand or my service actually has to offer from a brand perspective? Do I want to share some other interesting information that I've found on other sites that are relevant to my industry? Um, Sharing some testimonials and then trying to spread those out across the month so you're not running, you know, four testimonials in a row and everyone goes, I'm sick of reading about your testimonials. Or you don't want to always talk about yourself you know, so some brands really do go too far in terms of it's all about them and not about sharing content of value for the, for the customer. So, yes, you're absolutely right, Saul. It's really important to think about your strategy from a month to month perspective and also think seasonally. What do my customers want in the month of July? Obviously, if you're a clothing brand for Australia, you're going to want jumpers and beanies, and, and maybe not so much to Queensland, but you know you're going to want those sorts of products more highlighted in July than perhaps they are in December. Yeah,
1: yeah. You've got travel um,
0: agents. It would be the same thing. What do, what? Air, what places in the world? Not that we can travel, the moment, But know where I'm going. What places in the world are more popular in December than they are in June? So really, strategically also thinking seasonally. What what? It, what does it look like?
1: Yeah, because I think like the thing too, which I, which um, this is, I guess, more related to um, like Google search algorithms and things like that. But ultimately, whatever spin, you know, people, you know, looking at the, at the use of technology have like the main or not the main, but one of the primary sort of, um, uh, things that you know search algorithms and then even as 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 marketing people were putting you know um putting things up um and relating to things that are being sold or services or the brand or building trust or the whole gamut of everything it's all all ends up um as a certain level of the technology that is is being used is always trying to, um, you know, having, I'm not sure of the right word, probably like a simulation of real world, you know, sort of trust because it's easy when you're in front of a person and you're going and you can, and you sense like body language and you're talking to them and, you know, it's even like so much more next level than say on zoom. I mean, like we are now, like it's, it's closer. You've got, you know, you've got real world, which is the best, and you get a sense of what that person's like and talking to them. And then talking on the phone and talking on Zoom is is probably the next level down in terms of a great way to build trust because you can hear mm. other voices. Then, when you've got uh, online, you're still um, always trying to do the same thing, which then uh, the search algorithms are trying to you know, if a person searches for whatever that service or product is, the algorithm is trying to simulate, um, you know, what the person wants and trying to like find results that will match. So it's mm. all, it's all still ultimately like, a um, uh, I guess like a watered down version of like the best version of it,
0: you know, yeah. which is
1: like being in front of somebody, but, know so therefore like as ultimately if you were gonna you know boil it all down it's like a trust building exercise in everything that you do right so Mm -hmm. you end up you know i reckon if you if you always if you always boil it back to that apart from like the obvious things of like you're trying to sell something specific and you just like what's the best way to do that but Still, everything is still about you know trying to form a relationship which exactly in my I mean, mind in my mind, if you were going to go um and i've often thought about these things as like you know is social media good, bad, indifferent whatever you know there's like huge varying amount of opinions on it oh, but it's a great it still is a great way media wise mm. to build trust in, I think, a better way, like you were saying, like with that that adding, adding personality is a great exactly. term for it. Like it's a really great descriptive term for, you know, its, its role, I think, as opposed to like a billboard, which yeah. is like, yeah, like in your face, do and this. You a
0: little bit of personality might make it a cartoon or a real life or, a, you know, the yeah. certainly doesn't, yeah. And it's a
1: bit more animated now with all the digital ones. You can do that a bit more. So then it's like next yeah. level billboard, a bit more trustworthy, you know, and all those different levels of trust. But what do you reckon too? Because this is something, I guess, from our perspective, being people that that design and then build um, different applications and things that then like those those tools online is... Um, I'd be interested to get your thoughts on how devices and new hardware actually drive the use of um, social media because we had computers, you had your desktops um, in not really that long ago, that was the primary thing. Some laptops, laptops are more popular, tablets, phones, mobile devices, including tablets and then Mm. um you know hybrid laptops slash tablets are uh, used more commonly you know for than desktops for use of social media so that's that's like from our perspective when we're designing or or you're thinking about graphics and things that's an important component to think about which i think most people just you know it's not it's not something that is considered, but it's really pretty important, I reckon. Absolutely,
0: yeah. Particularly, I mean, a lot of people use, as you said, um, or alluded to, their phones or their tablets, iPads, whatever, um, for social media. That's most of our, you know, if we're looking at results and, and where um, people are viewing our pages, it certainly is on, on your mobile devices, absolutely. So you need to make sure that, you know, I guess your imagery, your photos, the way you're taking them, what's actually seen in that little box, because obviously, and I can't, I'm, I'm like visually doing a box, <laughs> but no one can see me. But, you know, imagine you're clicking through your Facebook page on a mobile device. Well, obviously the image is going to then be a lot smaller in terms of the, the square size. So, you know, whenever we're um, putting together a content plan, for imagery for a client for for social media, we always make sure it is in that square shape because that will show up nicely whether you're on a laptop, a computer, or a mobile device. So you always need to make sure that your imagery and the content that you're using can go across all of those platforms, depending on where, where you're going to be seen. So, yes, design is extremely important, and, and even videos. You need know, to take the landscape, you take well, think about how it's going to show up on that Facebook feed and what part. Of that video do you actually need to be focused on and seen within that limited space that, that you've got available there?
1: Yeah, I always, I actually have always found it funny and and like it too, that like the GIF, which used to be, you know, the GIF in, uh, well, let's putting like a date on it, like GIFs in like 80s, 90s, early 2000s, <laughs> were like all the rage like having yeah. having a gif when like the internet when there wasn't responsive sites and when you had things like you know flash were around and other stuff was still relatively new and they were like nah no one's like it. no one uses like gifs anymore and then strangely enough it comes full circle and, and back again. gifs are just because it's it's then and that's why i sort of Asked about things being driven by devices, because I've often thought, why did that happen? Like did that is it like it didn't feel like it was just a trend that came around again, like fashion. It felt like, you know, from a usability point of view, you've got you've got, you know, other considerations like people looking at vast amounts of visual information and they're downloading They don't realize they are, but you're looking at a Facebook feed, especially depending on your usage, you're going this and this, and people want everything to be quick. And especially if they're just looking on their mobile and they're not linked into Wi-Fi, they're looking at this and this. And people don't want to, you know, to wait too long for things, even though speed is better, you know, Mm. than it ever has been. Yeah. Um, Still oh, yeah. pretty slow relatively speaking in australia than like overseas but still faster and then you've got like video normal content static oh, image yeah GIF, people don't have patience to wait for it to load anymore and then you got like you know the the kind of invasion of the meme no i was,
0: the, was going to say well yeah <laughs>
1: Yeah, memes are just like—I yeah, mean, the big thing. I'm sure. I'm sure there's somebody, or a whole host of people on the internet who probably have a timeline of, of their evolution of the meme um, yeah. somewhere, it, it, it'd be someone who's taken the time to do that, I reckon. Maybe no, you could do a graphic on it, song. Uh-huh. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I should. I should totally do that. Yeah, the evolution of the meme, which would probably look the same. It'd probably be. Meme twenty years ago, meme now, and they just look generally tacky, generally yes. generally bad use of typography, but incredibly funny. Very funny, yeah. And always always like slightly trashy. You yeah. know. It's always that element they're you know, like oh And that's why they're funny though, because they're so sort of just lame and <laughs> sort of but then they have a role too right you've got this like even that as as a thing like that's then that's like another it's almost another you know genre of way to you know inform people about stuff like to repurpose a meme idea in different ways and there's just this sort of spawning of all this different stuff so like you know I'll throw another really broad question at you and see how you go. Okay. <laughs> so is it, um, which we have actually touched on already, but, uh, actually I'll ask this in a slightly different way. I was going to say, is it for everyone? But what I'll ask instead is like, what are the, are there any like specific industries, broadly speaking, for use of social media that, you know, should 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 never or should have more limited, very specific use of social media that you've kind of worked with? And, and if so, for what reason? I
0: guess all industries have a specific use for it. I mean, if you think of, you know, a trade-based um, business, you know, carpenter or painter or, you know, that, that offer their services um, to, to the general community, their Facebook page is gonna look vastly different to a legal firm. Mm. Vastly different. So, you know, the the trade services page might have things like before and afters. If it's how it looked before we did all the work. Here's how it looks now. Here's the deck before. Here's after. His paint before. His paint after. Um, and they might have tips around, you know, masking tape before you ta- paint, or you know, things like that. They'll probably have a few funny memes, probably in their social media strategy as well to keep mm-hmm. it light. Whereas a legal firm will probably have more serious connotation and, and um, information about it. They may still have a meme here and there uh, but as long as it's relevant and still I guess wary of what their industry is. So
1: line with their brand too I suppose. Correct.
0: So I don't think necessarily I mean not well off the top of my head can I think of an industry that that shouldn't do social media but I think each industry has to think about how they use social media to portray their business in the best light possible.
1: Yeah, because I think you know, it's like, um, I suppose, like, I'll use an analogy from, like, the design industry of when there's in graphic design, website design, digital design, anything. Like, you can, you can apply this then to fashion design or, like, any specific trends that come and go is that, you know, like, design trends about what is ends up being sort of popular, especially in certain industries, like, in the fashion industry uh, which we've worked in like over over a number of years you know people requesting certain sort of like use of font and something else because they've seen it somewhere else and things because they're popular and people have seen them and they and they um you know work well but like how how those kind of you know trends um in inform um you know, in inform I guess like a good use of um like what you're wanting to do. Like there it's it's quite it's quite easy for those things to you know to override um what's the best way to say it like to override your your the proper intentions that you're supposed to have like for for the brand like really mm-hmm. and 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 then applying that you know then to how you use social media like it's very easy and I mean sometimes it's completely relevant um, to go you see somebody doing something in a certain way they seem to be doing well out of it Mm. Um, it seems to be good content but you don't necessarily understand why that's the case you just know that they're they're doing well and they've got like a few million followers it could Mm. be for other reasons and I mean sometimes uh, you don't always have to know you try something and see how it works out ultimately like you can't go wrong like the take home point about you know kind of following trends and doing things but if you keep your eye on the fact that Mm -hmm. anything whether it's marketing or design if you keep your eye on the fact that you've what what your goals are for for why you're doing it in the first place it's like well you know um if you're using Facebook and um, you feel that Facebook is going to be a good platform for a particular business and there's a specific reason why then, and then you're going, and it's because this particular audience is here and this is why we're doing it. And this is how we're going to appeal to them. That should still always be, I guess, you know, in in your mind with all things and not not let because it's i'm i'm saying that because it's always it always comes up it's always like it's other things it's very easy for other things to influence you know to go this looks great Mm. but it's just not it doesn't work very well for what you're trying to achieve um and i guess that's where expertise like in any form comes in like in in our industry you know having having that good planning there
0: yeah and yeah and I guess that goes back to my point previously is that yeah, you always need to think about what your strategy is what's your objective for using that social media platform what's your brand personality um, Your brand guidelines even you know making sure that you are following those what's your um, you know what do your brand guidelines talk about what's how do you want people to see you as, as a lifestyle i guess um so it is important to always think about that strategy and objective but still do some trial and error you know you might do an instagram story of you know you if you're at a cafe you, your kitchen in the background maybe it doesn't work maybe it doesn't but you won't know until you give it a try as long as it's still on that same thing and that same strategy that you started out with um is it a local cafe near us, they do a fantastic job with their Facebook. They actually do quick cooking lessons as part of their Facebook. So they provide mm. show you how to quickly put together a brownie or whatever it might be. And yes, maybe they're sharing some secrets, but you know, it gets a really good interaction.
1: But it's giving, isn't it? I mean that's the other thing too. It's like, you know, like we we talk about in networking related things, just those those principles which are kind of marketing business but I think they're just like human people sort of skills and things that are important is Mm. like it's I mean it sounds to a lot of people like why would you want to give away you know certain things but I don't think that's necessarily the right attitude like I think it's that ultimately yeah if someone you could give somebody you could show somebody like how to develop a marketing strategy but they still don't have the same level of expertise to implement it so it's like it's it's not it's not really giving away anything it's 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 sort of sharing and helping and i suppose it's more than anything it's like showing people in whatever you do like i mean i like that example you gave it's just the simple like the idea that you're willing to share is often more powerful than like almost anything else like it it tells people something about you
0: yeah it's just sharing that content of value you know they know that the people who follow their page love coffee and love food so why not share a little bit of that that's similar to people who might follow um a trade-based um you know page they want to see some tips and tricks how do i paint my bedroom without getting it all over the carpet you know they want to see those, but it gives gives just enough to share a little bit of secret and show the, the the brand. I guess using that word again, personality, but not too much that they don't they go, oh well, I don't need their professional services forever. Mm-hmm. You know, like want to repaint the whole outside of their house. Well, that's a bigger task than painting a bedroom. So you know, it is about sharing that those little pieces and nuggets that kind of keep people following you and, and interacting with you. And that's what you really want. You want people to engage. So just as you, as you social media, and one thing I would, you know, advice that I would give is if you're just starting up your social media, do some trial and errors, do a few posts a week to see what works and what doesn't work. And then, then you'll start getting a real flow for how your social media page will look. As long as you always keep in the back of your mind, what are your objectives? What are your goals? And how do I want my brand to be seen? And then see how your followers, you know, play with you and, and follow you from that perspective. Remember, they're, they're, they're your friends, you know. They're your followers, they're your friends. You want to keep interacting with them. So yeah. make sure you're always giving content, content of value. Don't always splash about, I'm selling this product. I'm selling this. I've got a sale on. I've got this happening. Yes, you can... You know, put a smattering of those through your social media. But don't always be talking about that because you will lose followers. You need to share content that they are going to find interesting, valuable, that they might want to share with other people. Um, and the other great thing about social media is it, it is another traffic build to your website. So while you might not be able to give all of the information, like say you're a... Um, a e-commerce store or you have a store that's you know physical bricks and mortar and you have an online store well you're not going to put your two thousand products up on your social media page but what you can do is share enough and show enough and get enough inspiration from your followers that they'll click through and start looking at your website and that's where they're going to get all the yeah that's
1: actually what. i've got a i have a a really great example of like or just so exactly what you were talking about we've been uh generally watching most nights now at the moment because my little boy like hamlet he well and me to be honest too have been getting into into ants like you know and sort of ants and insects right like and and learning about like former keriums and ants and we came across this this guy who is like hands down i reckon like one of the best examples of great genuine amazing you know, well thought through, well realized content that I've seen in, in ages. This guy um, his YouTube channel is Ants Canada and he's a guy who's, he's living in the Philippines now, but he's this guy who, who has created, he's got like so many videos, like a vast amount of content he's been doing for years. He actually was on, he was like a really good singer on like, Canadian idol, or something, too. Oh, wow. This really interesting guy, but you know, it's, um I won't sort of try to describe it because, um you know, it's, it's sort of too involved. But the end, end result is that what he does really well is he's always referring to, like, as, as this cons- really super consistent part of everything that he says, is he's always referring to everybody who's listening, watching, even if you're like obviously a first-time user as part of the AC family, the Ants of family. Mm-hmm. And he's got this consistent thing, yeah. um, theme, not only in terminology, but constantly getting in like every video, every single thing that he does, people to to engage, offer suggestions, offer new ideas like for for names and everything like for these new formicariums plus then in amongst all that sort of stuff then he's got a website where he's like constantly using all his products in all the videos but it's just done in such a a genuine good hearted really? way and he presents it really well he does everything himself and it's um it's really compelling viewing and you would think like obviously if you're never going to be ants it's probably going to be boring but at the same time it's 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 very it's it's just a great example of everything that I think works well on social media for the right reasons
0: yeah and he's obviously got a really good idea of how he wants to be
1: seen and how he wants
0: his channel to be seen and you know, that'll reflect back into his social media, I'm sure. I'm sure he shares, you know, the YouTube channels back through that way and, and pushing yeah. the track into his YouTube. So, yeah, he's... He and he's really- got
1: a vast audience. Yeah. Like, he's got, yeah. you know, like, you know, millions and millions of um followers. But he's he's obviously got a fair bit of energy to this guy. But he's, he's just, he does everything himself and it's great photography. And you can see, like, it's interesting because we've often then looked back on some of the really early ones because he's been doing it since... Um, oh, I think for more than ten years now. So, and and the early ones are slightly different, but still a pretty pretty similar approach. But you can see how he's improved and he's yeah. just fine-tuned content It's yeah. become a bit more consistent. And, and you're fine-tuned his brand at the same time. I, yeah, I, it's just through the doing of it. And I think that's. I mean, I was just gonna. Um, I was just gonna ask what you th- thought about like the importance or, or, or probably the role of social media as also a tool for analytics just to realise things about your business?
0: Yeah, absolutely. And that's readily available to anyone that uses their social media. You know, you can go into business page, um, into insights, and you can, that's where you can have a look and see what posts have done well, how many people are engaging. I mean, a good engagement percent is anywhere between 3 to 6%. Um, if you're above that, fantastic. It means that people are really, really love what you're doing there. So from a, um, if you're doing it yourself from a simplistic um, point of view, you can use those platforms to go and have a look at your insights in there and see, see what's worked, see what imagery people like. Um, are they liking those videos? Did they prefer a video with a caption versus no captions? I mean generally i would say it's It's pretty useful
1: hey i mean that's the thing that's the that's i i i think i i sort of asked that because i've sometimes when i reflect on i've thought that's potentially one of the most under used aspects of it like in not only just to do the obvious stuff of telling people about what you do and, you know, all the things we've been talking about, building trust, et cetera. Yeah. But then like as just a simple, even outside of social media, just as a business tool to go to find out or, or to have insights into things that you usually have no way to find, except if you like personally go, hey, Tammy, like what did you think about this thing? Yeah. Otherwise you've got no idea. Like it's just, it's all, you know, um, conjecture really. Like you it just, you'd be like, well, I think they'd be doing this, but you don't really know. Yeah. And they, but those tools, then you get a little bit closer yeah. to knowing.
0: And it can give you so much out of that that um, Facebook Insights tool. I mean, obviously, you and I would probably use Google Analytics a little more intensely um, than most would in terms of how's that goal conversion, where's that sitting at? You know,
1: yeah.
0: look at Google, but for, for a person who's just doing their Facebook page themselves. Yeah, if you just go into your Facebook Insights or your Instagram Insights, or they've now got Creator Studio where you can. Yeah, that's right. And Instagram. Um, I, I don't use Twitter a
1: lot. Um, although I know it has its place. But, you know, and even from a YouTube... It's an angry. It's an angry place, Twitter. Yeah. <laughs> angry, angry place, man. They just. Maybe that's why I don't. I don't go there. But even yeah, it's. YouTube, it's, you can see. All the different but, platforms. Yeah. They got their own. Yeah. Those for flavour, don't they? If you go back and compare, you know, on Facebook, Instagram or
0: YouTube, you know, YouTube you can see how many people have watched, how many have done view-throughs. You, you can have a quick look at all of that just from, you know, visually seeing your own YouTube channel page. But Facebook and Instagram insights, you know, you can see well, how, how did that post go versus that post, you know. Um, I, I did a video that was one minute long versus two minute long. You know, how, how far through did, did do people get so you can have a look at those um yourself obviously from our point of view as an agency that's something we would we look at quite very very regularly as we're pulling together content plans particularly in those first few months because you know you are getting a feel for what that audience is after Mm -hmm. Um, and then you really start getting a flow um uh from there on you know i've got one client um their before and afters um, do exceptionally well. Like, we need to make sure we have at least a couple of those in our content plan per month to make sure that we, because that's what people are looking for on that page. They want to see, they want to see what it looked like before and what it looked like after it's all been finished and renovated. Um, you know, and if you're an interior designer, that's what your Facebook page would be. Here's here's the design that we've just recently done or here's some tips on how you could pull together your own quick, you know, bedroom um, update. So, yeah, using those insights is really quite simple um, and I I think is the best way to go, particularly in those first couple of months when when you're trying to figure out. And then maybe a couple of months later down the track you'll think, oh, I might give this a go. And you'll be able to see straight away people on Facebook, Instagram, whether they liked it or not, literally
1: yeah yeah totally well i reckon that's a a good a good way just to go into um i guess i will make this my my last uh question for you tammy oh. <laughs> before before i um i get you to provide um an interesting quote have you got um i know this is a bit more appropriate to what you think works well for clients but have have you got a platform, a social media platform that you think overall as a good all around it works works best for business. Oh,
0: that's a hard one, so
1: <laughs> yeah, put on. no no endorsements, you're not being paid by Facebook no. for this, by the way.
0: No, I don't have endorsements with any of the social <laughs> Whoever I recommend I don't get paid on the side. That's for sure it really does depend still a little tiny bit on who your target market is Mm. um because facebook does have a slightly older skew still just slightly instagram has a slightly younger skew um so it really kind of depends and you know and then you've got obviously youtube and and your twitters and your pinterest and, and all of those social media platforms but if i was to Talk about a business starting up on a platform. I would certainly be starting on at least Facebook and Instagram, at least. No, no. At yeah, least. Yeah. Then you've also got LinkedIn. So it also depends, is your business very much a consumer business or is it a business business, you know, yeah. business type business? If it's a BB b you really need to be making sure that your LinkedIn page, business page, not your personal one, your business page, also has a lot of really good content in it. It's probably one I didn't really talk about a lot. So probably mm-hmm. touching on LinkedIn and, and thank you for asking the question because it has brought that back to my attention. Um, LinkedIn is just as important as is your Google My Business page. You know, making sure you've got the yeah, content. 100%. My yeah. business page is is extremely important, and you can use some of your social media content that you're putting on Facebook. You can put that on your. Google My Business or you can just be sharing, you know, if you're writing regular blogs, make sure you share those on your Google My Business page. Update some images of what you've got of bricks and Lorda, Um, You know, make sure you're updating images um, on there as well. So I don't know if I quite answered your question, but it really does depend on who, who your target market is and what your business has to offer as to exactly what platforms you should be on. Um, at least Facebook and Instagram, if you're a business to business like you and I are, you need to be making sure that your LinkedIn's got lots of valuable content. You probably wouldn't put a meme or something like that on LinkedIn, but really making sure it's got that nice professional look.
1: Yeah, yeah. I guess the takeaway point and part of the reason for asking that question was one to put you in the shoes of like everyone who's always asking that is going, what's your favorite one? You know, But I think that people mainly ask that because you know, like a lot of things, like I, I, I'm like you and I too. Like we, there's there's a whole bunch of stuff that if we're after a service from somebody, you you just have no idea. So you're looking for, you know, I guess um, affirmation or sort of reaffirmation about things that you know, so you feel like you're making a good choice or an educated choice around it. So okay. then the take home okay. point good of planning. that is good planning again.
0: Yeah, you know. good planning. And, and remember, people do search on Facebook as great because you can search by your hashtags. So make sure you've got some some really succinct hashtag. Facebook not, didn't used to be as much as Instagram, but it is starting to really now yeah. pick up in terms of hashtagging. So make sure you've got some key hashtags. Don't use the same ones. I'll just quick tip. Don't use the same ones all all the time because Facebook and Instagram will pick up that algorithm and and it will um flag it as being
1: yeah.
0: it will flag and it will affect how much reach you and impressions you get out of your posts, but yeah, hashtag people will search and the other thing is to remember if your competitors are on that platform and you're not, that kind of tells you where you should be as well
1: yeah true true if
0: you're There, then perfect you're one step ahead of everybody else
1: yeah yeah totally that's 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 a great way to go into um into me asking you for a uh a relevant quote um something that you like that you feel is relevant or you just really like that you'd um you'd like to share with everybody found a couple so let's hope hope
0: it's all right i'm I'm gonna do two (laughs) Um, and i thought these were really relevant to what we were talking about Um, so good marketing makes the company look smart. Great marketing makes the customer feel smart. Mm. So you want to be a great marketer and you want to have some great content to make the customer feel like they're really part of your business and
1: really understand your brand. Once again, that's the giving idea too, isn't it? Yeah. Yeah, very much. That's a good one.
0: Um, And the last one is um, content is the atomic particle are all digital marketing
1: Woo. it's pretty heavy so make sure your content
0: is spot on
1: yeah that that's like you know the content is king content. So it's true it's all like always i i think if 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 i had to if someone was going if they forced me and said you have to tell me the most important thing about all that stuff and if i was forced to uh, which I generally always refuse to answer because it's too hard. But if they yeah. force me to, I would be like content. Content.
0: Well, how does Google about. find you? How does Google search find your website? Content. How does yeah. ads work? Content. You know, oh. you understand what your Facebook page is about. Content. Good content. So, yeah, it is really important.
1: Yeah. Yeah. I guess it gets back to that idea again that we mentioned earlier about looking at like even though algorithms and software are there to to do things ultimately they're trying to do in in their own simulated way exactly what people are trying to do and trying to find relevance in 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 something you're looking at a post is it relevant to me like it's always then so that's great thanks well (laughs) that's that's going to be it for today but just before we wrap up absolutely 100% finally i'll just um i'll just get you (laughs) like 100% super finished um i'll just ask you if you can just let everyone know um, the best way that they can learn more about you and tls marketing and get in contact
0: yeah, um, so yeah, obviously it's TLS Marketing. We're at TLSmarketing.com.au, or you can find us on Facebook or LinkedIn.
1: Thank you, Evans for that. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so with that in mind, thank you so much, Tammy, um, yeah. for being on today. It's real real pleasure as always. And that's actually it for today, guys. Thanks so much for listening into our podcast yet again. Before we go, please leave your feedback as well as any suggestions for any topics you would like us to discuss in future episodes. Thanks again for listening to The Your Business Podcast and we'll see you again soon. Bye, guys. Thanks for tuning in to today's episode of Grow Your Business. Have a great day and we'll see you next time here at the Grow Your
0: Business Podcast.